0: My daughter Kayla texted me on Tuesday last week and told me that Le Miz was in town and reminded me that she had given me a kind of a coupon for Christmas uh, to spend an evening with her. That was her Christmas gift to me. So she reminded me that she gave me this coupon and said, Hey, by the way, Le Miz is in town. And she knows that that is my all time favorite story, favorite. Uh, Broadway show favorite musical whatever you want to call it it's just it's an incredible incredible story I've seen it uh, the play three times now live we saw the musical version of the movie on opening day the one with Hugh Jackman we saw the uh, regular mo- version of the movie with Liam Neeson and it was funny because Kale's like why did they make a non-musical version because we can sometimes forget um, that it's not it wasn't written as a musical originally it was a story by Victor Hugo a novel a very boring novel by the way but Caitlin um, and I decided to go, and the first thing I want to say in terms of the reason why I'm recording this is it's very important that we continue to live our lives after a child passes, and for me, I know it's really easy for me to kind of withdraw into my shell and just kind of, kind of live out the rest of my days without you know, seeking any joy, so it's important that we keep doing that. And it's important when I have a I know another child to continue to create memories with her, so with Kada, we deliberately have done things like we took a trip to uh, to Phoenix, uh, Arizona, which we'd never been to before uh, a few months after Shana passed away. we took a trip up to Putin Bay um over Christmas we went to Nashville, which we had not done before, creating new memories and new traditions with with our other daughter so when she called me, you know, I don't have a lot of spare time right now. I don't have a lot of spare money. Uh, I've got one business that's kind of struggling and trying to get another business off the ground. So spending money for Broadway play was not exactly, you know, in the budget. But I thought, you know, this is important to her. And it's important to me too, to spend time with her. So I'm just going to do it. So I go online, find the cheapest tickets that I can get, buy the tickets. And, you know, we're off to see the show. So I... Uh, drive down to where she lives, which is a few miles from where the theater is, and pick her up. And we Uber down and have a, a dinner at a Mexican restaurant, which is down the street from the play. And we walk in to go see Les Mis, which um, I think I mentioned the first time I saw it was like over 30 years ago. I'm pretty sure it was even before that we were married. Uh, it was up in New York. It was an IBM uh, executive briefing with a good old boy from Frankfort, Kentucky. And we had a night off and we could take the customers out and IBM was paying for it. And one of the options was going to see a Broadway show. Now, I was pretty young at the time. Um, I think it was before I was even 30. I, was, I wasn't I was even 30 yet. And this guy was a good old boy from Frankfort, Kentucky. So we were not really into Broadway, knew nothing about Les Mis, had no idea what it was, never seen any type of a musical even. And we walk in and we have have seats like in the third row. So if you've ever seen Les Misner or anything about it, you know this is the most intense, um, powerful experience, I'm going to say. So we're both crying during the show. When it's over, we both just kind of sat there in stunned silence. I walk out in the street and I buy the soundtrack immediately. So Kayla's actually listened to the soundtrack many times because it's in my iTunes library. So we're really, really looking forward to seeing this show. And I bought these, you know, really inexpensive tickets. So they're like, you're all the way up in the balcony, just keep going up, keep going up. We get up to our seats and we're literally in the next to last row of the theater. And I'm thinking, maybe I made a mistake. I should have bought more expensive seats because this is a special occasion. But, you know, it actually worked out really, really well because from that angle, Um, you can see everything that's going on on the stage kind of in perspective as they're doing the musical numbers and the dance scenes and stuff. But the other thing that was really cool is you could see down into the orchestra pit and I love behind the scenes stuff. I'm an engineer kind of analytical and stuff. So, you know, watching the orchestra as they're playing just kind of actually enhanced the experience. So I'm really glad that we had the seats that we did. Now, the first time I saw this play, I wasn't even married yet, had no children, I love the story about Jean Valjean and this little girl he adopts, Cosette, and watching her as she grows up. But, you know, I'm watching it from the perspective of someone who's not married and doesn't have children. So sitting there watching this play with my daughter, Kayla, who's now 23 years old, you know, a grown woman herself. I'm pushing 60, uh, kind of like probably around where, where Jean Valjean was uh, in the final scene of the play. It was really just a surreal experience and one that I'm I'm very, very glad that I had. So I'm recording this because it's a personal story to me, of course, but I hope you take some lessons from it as well. Uh, And that is, you know, sometimes we just have to put aside things like time and money, which we can feel constrained by and just do the things that are the right things to do to live in the moment and to create the memories. So I'm glad that my daughter and my wife actually prompted me to do things that I wouldn't, you know, frankly do. I would just sit around the house all day and not take vacations and do these types of things. So. I'm also glad that I let them push me to do them. So for yourself, if you're in the situation that I'm in, where you know you've lost a child, uh, I just think I encourage you to keep living, to keep moving forward, to keep finding joy in life with these things, to keep creating memories because one day you're going to be glad you did, and the people that you may end up leaving behind, they're precious memories for them too. So have a great day. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I want to make it really easy for you to reach me. So just send me a text to 31996 and simply text the word growth, G-R-O-W-T-H. In fact, you can right now just say, hey, Siri, send a message to 31996. And when Siri asks you what you want to send, just say growth. You can do the same thing with OK Google. Thanks a lot. Have a wonderful day.
1: Thanks for listening to Grief to Growth. Brian hopes that you find this episode helpful and will come back for future episodes. Brian's best-selling book, Grief to Growth, Planted Not Buried, is a great resource for anyone who is coping with grief or knows someone who is. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to support it, there are three things you can do to help. The first is to share the podcast with someone that you think it will help. The second is to go to iTunes, rate, and review the episode. The third way you can support the podcast is by becoming a patron. Head over to www.patreon.com slash grief to growth. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot slash grief. The number two, growth, and sign up to make a small monthly donation. Patrons get access to exclusive bonus content and knowledge that you are helping to spread the message of grief to growth. For more about Brian and grief to growth,